She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. Well, today I'm going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 4, entitled Here Comes the Judge, which aired October 4th, 1986. And this episode, Jamie takes a bribe while playing a judge in school. This episode's got a 7.9 out of 10, based on 17 ratings. Let's see, we have... Well, when I did the last episode, when I looked at the cast list, it did have Emily Shulman as Harriet, but she wasn't in the episode. Well, which makes sense, because most of the episode was taking place in school, and she does not go to Jamie's school. So, uh, we do see Reggie again, which is awesome. We also get the reappearance of Daryl Bartley playing Warren. Yes, we last saw Warren in Season 2, Episode 2, Money, Money, Money. So let's see here. We also have Joe Marie Payton, who plays the meter maid in this episode. She was also a housekeeper on Silver Spoons, but you're mostly going to know her from Family Matters. She played Harriet Winslow. <laughs> I drew a blank for a second. But she also, Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. She was the elevator operator in Perfect Strangers. This episode was directed by Seelig Frank, writers Howard Leeds, the creator, Jeffrey Davis, Warren S. Murray, executive story editor. So I wonder, is this who the character of Warren is named after? And executive story editor, Bruce Kane. Let's see, do we got any user reviews? Oh, we got some connections. Perry Mason, title mentioned, Rowan and Martin's laughing. Vicky and Reggie keep saying, here comes the judge. The People's Court, this title is mentioned, the title is mentioned also references to Judge Wapner. Trivia. The title is a catchphrase used on the Laugh-In show, often said by Sammy Davis Jr. or Flip Wilson. Oh, there's a there's a goof here. When Jamie suggests that Vicky could read Mom's book on great lawyers, Vicky responds that Perry Mason never lost a case in 138 reruns. In fact, Raymond Burr played Perry Mason in 271 episodes, all of which are in syndication, and he did lose, in some fashion, at least three cases. Well, this person who did The Ghost clearly is a Perry Mason fan. I've never watched the show, so... They probably know more than I do whether or not Perry Mason won or lost how many cases. So, of course, before I officially get into the episode, I want to let you know where you can find the podcast on social media. You can go to Facebook, type in Small Wonder Podcast. She's a Small Wonder. A Small Wonder Podcast should show up in the search bar. Also, She's a Small Wonder. Share space with the LBOM Wonder Years Podcast BMW podcast on Instagram. The podcast She's a Small Wonder is one episode a month. I'm currently in season two. 
I don't plan to do, I don't plan to be done with season two until the end of 2022. So that way in 2023, we can start season three. Season three and four, however, are not released on DVD. I do have, there are episodes of Small Wonders later seasons on YouTube. They're not 100% the best quality, so once I eventually get to that point of covering the final two seasons of the show, and boy oh boy does it get bonkers crazy as we go along later on, like, wow, some of these episodes. Not that they haven't been crazy weird, but definitely season two was like, okay, we got the preliminaries of, of Vicky adjusting to life with the Lawsons, and the Lawsons adjusting to life with Vicky. So, yeah. If you guys want to have a hand in the podcast episodes as far as your thoughts, opinions, you can just send them to the She's a Small Wonder Facebook page. You can message me there. And yeah. All right. Without further ado, I'm ready to jump into this episode. I'm curious to see how... I We haven't seen... Well, we saw Warren two episodes ago, so yeah. I hope eventually that kid is going to get some uh, cojones and uh, stand up for himself because he is just poor Warren is a sad sack. All right, looks like it's going on getting ready for dinner time because we come out of the intro. We are in the kitchen. It seems like a lot of the episodes start in the kitchen with them getting ready for dinner, setting the table, cutting up the food. Apparently there's a problem now because um, Joan goes to the oven and sees that whatever meat they're going to be cooking for dinner or what was going to be dinner is raw. So what, is the stove not working? Did it blow out? I mean, she's got like three or four pans on the stovetop itself. So let's find out. What's going on with this dinner? Vicky, what did you do wrong this time? See, maybe it's not so great to have a robot do everything for you because she is liable to make mistakes. Or maybe their oven is just out. That could be. Oh, come on, Joan! You're better than that. Dinner. Your father's gonna growl like a lion. And he should like raw meat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I got an idea. Come here, Vicky. Oh, she's gonna heat it up. Okay, let's try something. Stick your finger in the rose. Stick my finger in the rose. Now, give it your full power. My full power. Ooh, okay. Don't burn it now. Oh, that looks good. Should do it. Very well done, Vicky. No, it's medium rare. <laughs> Hi, honey. Mmm, huh? that rose smells great. Oh, uh, Vicky just put her finger in there. Been all day over hot stove or bacon. <laughs> yeah, right. No, boy. She's gonna out you. Did have a hand in it. No, just the finger. Yeah. That's enough, Vicky. Finish setting the table. So how was school today, teacher? <laughs> I'm a wonderful time. I wish I could substitute for Jamie's regular teacher more often. Oh, she back? my robot behaving in school? You know, honey, I still can't help worrying when she's out of the house. 
Oh, honey, she's fitting right in. She's being programmed to act just like all the other kids in class. Great. Then our grand experiment is working better than we'd hoped, huh? She's becoming more human every day. Except she doesn't eat at lunch, of course. That cafeteria food will kill you. <laughs> Most likely. Okay, so yeah, it turns out she set the timer, but she didn't set the oven. Who among us hasn't done that accidentally? Oh my goodness. So luckily, Vicky, the human heater upper, just sticks her finger in the roast because it's raw and just heats it up. It's like, okay, great. So is it one of those things where it's all, because she says it's like medium rare or medium yeah, medium rare, and I'm like, is that the thing where it's, like, darker on the outside, but then it's, like, completely raw on the inside? <laughs> I mean, it was smoking. It looked good. So, yeah, Ted comes in, and she's like, oh, yeah, honey, I've been slaving over a, I've been, uh, cooking up a storm just on the stove all day. And, of course, <laughs> Yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going teaching Jamie's class? And she's like, yeah, I wish that his teacher would be sick more often so I could substitute more often. Because we know eventually she is going to take over full time for Jamie's classroom, which is cool. And I'm just kind of thinking, well, the wait, <laughs> the last episode ended. We don't know how much time has passed. She made it seem like your teacher is very sick. I'm like, oh my gosh. I thought, oh my gosh, his teacher has cancer or something like that. There actually is an episode of Small Wonder, I think in season three or four, where a classmate of Jamie's does have leukemia. But anyway, um, yeah, Ted's excited. Like, hey, how is Vicky doing in school? Oh, she, and, and it's like, yeah, Jen's telling him, you know, she is just like all the other kids, except she doesn't eat at lunchtime. And she's probably picking up the kid's vernacular in the lunchroom because she's like, that cafeteria food will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone that ever really liked cafeteria food. Um, I liked uh, Chicken Nugget Day with the mashed potatoes on the and the gravy on the taters and the nuggets. That's how I did it. That's, oh, loved it. Loved it. So good. The pizza was disgusting. I don't know any school pizza that was actually ever good. It was always waxy cheese and dry tomato paste and dried out pepperonis. So Jamie comes in with a gavel and he's looking for furniture polish to polish the gavel. So I'm guessing this is where he's going to say, oh, we're playing lawyer at school, or we're, we're playing here comes the judge, or something to that effect to learn about government, or to learn about, you know, cases, lawyer cases. That's the gavel. Oh, it's in the cabinet next to the oven. What's a gavel for, Jamie? Judge Ollie's has a gavel, Dad. A judge? You? What for? Short claims court? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's teach your son for being short. Jamie's class about the American legal system. I'm turning his seventh grade classroom into a courtroom. He's in seventh grade? Kids who've broken rules in school. Clever idea. What a great way to teach kids about the law. And the class chose me to be judge because I'm fair, smart, and popular. Yeah, right. And because none of the other kids wanted it. Well, there you go. Well, wait do you hear my news. <laughs> I saved $50 today. Really? I saved the money, Tim. By not getting a parking ticket, 
You see, I parked in front of a fire hydrant, but when I came out, there was no ticket on my windshield. How could you miss seeing a fire hydrant, Dad? Well, I saw it, but it was late. I was on a side street, and so I just decided to take a chance. Are you serious? And I, I love putting one over on those meter maids. <laughs> oh, she's, I bet that's how that's going to be. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, Joan is teaching the kids about lawyer stuff and law, and Jamie's like, yeah, I get to be the judge because I'm fair and kind and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Vicky's like, yeah, and the fact that no one else wanted to be a judge. I would think that that would be the job. That, that would be the one that every kid would want to be. Like, hey, I want to be the judge, right? I mean, unless they're like, hey, I want to be a lawyer. And, and also, Ted's like, oh, what are you in short claims court or something like that? And Jamie just looks at him like, He's probably like, you know, Dad, one of these days I'm going to have a growth spurt and then I'm going to kick your... <laughs> no, no. But, dude, don't teach your kid about his height. And I forgot, Jamie's in seventh grade. He still looks like he's nine or ten. He'll get there. He'll get there. Eventually, I think in, like, season three or four, we see Jamie. He is a little older, but he's got, like, it's not a buzz cut, but it's, like, of the time... Of, like, just the tail end of the 90s where the hair is just kind of, like, spiky in the front. And his hair goes from, right now it's kind of like a blondish brown where later on it goes to, like, darker brown. Yeah, Ted also mentions that he didn't get a parking ticket. He saved $50 because he knowingly parked in front of a hydrant. He's like, well, it was late, it was on a side story, and there's no other... Seriously? You still don't do that. What if there had been a fire? And a fire truck came like, well, we can't get to putting out this fire because some dum-dum put his fucking vehicle here. And then by the time they get a tow truck to tow his vehicle, the, the whatever building's going to be, like, burned down or something. I hope she the, this meter maid gives him two tickets. He's like, oh, I love putting one over on the meter maids. <sighs> There was a reality show. It came out in like 2013, 14, 15, one of them. It was called Parking Wars. Uh, it was on like the TLC channel or some channel. I can't remember. But it was interesting because it was all about, you know, people handing out parking, you know, the handing out parking tickets and then people going to the companies to get their, their cars not impounded or pay for their tickets and stuff. It was actually, it was interesting. It was interesting. So damn giddy. And he's like, I love putting one over on those meter maids. It's like, yeah, you're making their jobs a hell of a lot harder. You know that he's going to get a ticket for like $100 or more. Like, oh, you think you put one over on me? Oh, hell no. I'm giving you two tickets. Better yet, just tow his car to some undisclosed location and just fuck with him. Bubble memory. Well, you record everything you hear and you repeat it back, word for word. Word for word. Oh, now, that's good. When, when I asked you to... <laughs> Shoot. I didn't mean, I for, didn't you. mean for you. I didn't mean for you. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> hey, man. How about serving towels with your shower? Ew! You sneeze all over him? 
Take some a leave or something or wh so, whatever they call it. The Honorable George Lawson. Kind of nervous. Listen, Jamie, I gotta talk to you before. Huh? Ew. All clear. Ew! Oh, you can snot all over everyone. That's nasty. Sorry. Listen, Jamie, I gotta talk to you in private, old buddy, old pal. Sure, Warren. Vicky, go in class and wait for me. Sure. Old buddy, old pal. Damn, girl, you gotta bust up his shoulder. What do you want to talk about, Warren? You're my true friend, right? Sure. Right. Friends take care of friends, don't they? What the hell did sure. he do? Good, because I'm your first case in court this morning, Judge. Don't worry, Warren. I'll go easy on you, whatever you did. Thanks, old buddy. Huh? Jamie, I can't believe what I just heard. <laughs> I can't believe what I just heard. That's not how a real judge acts. I've never been a judge before. I guess I'm gonna have to learn through trial and error. <laughs> Not funny. Oh. You gotta be tough, or they won't respect you. Like that judge walking on people's courts. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Reggie. Why don't I make you my bailiff? I'll be Judge Walkner, and you can be Rusty. All right. Rip out a book down. A book? I'll throw the whole library at him. <laughs> So, basically, Jamie decides to make Vicky his court-appointed reporter, which the job of that is to repeat and write down, you know, record everything I say. So, immediately, she starts just repeating everything Jamie does. Here comes Warren and Reggie. Warren, of course, is just a big old body of snot because it's hay fever season, and he's just blowing snot rockets all over. Poor Reggie's getting showered with them. And it's like, dude, seriously? Pop a Claritin for kids or whatever. I'm sure maybe they didn't make them in 1986, but you're blowing snot all over. Thank goodness this isn't during 2020 or 2021 when everyone's wearing masks because his mask will be covered in wet, disgusting snot. And I don't like... The outfit they have Warren in, it is very, I think it's disrespectful. It's a button-up. It is, looks like it's very tight on him. Warren is a heavier boy. And it's like, put him in a butt, a, put, not a button-up. Put him in, like, a t-shirt. You see Jamie wearing a lot of button-ups. But I think Reggie is the only one of them that's wearing the t-shirts. So Warren's like, hey, Jamie, buddy old pal, can I talk to you in private? And he's like, hey, um, since I'm the first person up today to see the judge, I was wondering if you might be able to go easy on me. I'm thinking, what the hell did Warren do? What is his character's case? Did he rob a bank? Did he kill someone? What happened? I don't know. We don't know. So Jamie's like, ah, oh, don't worry, man. I'll uh, I'll go easy on you. Of course, before he even talks to Warren about it, he has Vicky go wait for him in the classroom. And he, he, Vicky's like, oh, buddy, old pal. And, like, literally sh locker, like, shoulder checks Jamie into a locker. So Reggie overhears this conversation between Jamie and Warren. It's like, Jamie, you can't do that. You're a judge. You're not supposed to go easy on people. And that's where they bring up, you know, Judge Wapner. And Jamie's like, hey, 
Reggie, you can be my bailiff. Now, I'm just kind of thinking of the time when this movie can't movie, this TV show came out. This episode was in 1986, uh, excuse me. When did Night Court start out? Because I'm surprised they're not referencing Night Court, because weren't they on the same network? Uh, 84 to 92. The show would have been in going strong for two years at this point. Like, yeah, you could have. I mean, granted, Judge Judy did not exist just yet. She did not. Oh, my gosh. You imagine if Judge Judy existed. <laughs> 96 to 2021. So they're about 10 years too early for Judge Judy. So Vicky says something about a bubble memory module. Well, before it's always been her memory bank. Now are they getting more technical saying my bubble memory, my bubble memory module? Or is that a completely different thing than the memory bank? He he tells her what a court appointed reporter is, is you record everything you hear and play it back word for word. That kind of makes me think of like back in the day when you had all those those court reporters that are doing like the shorthand of conversations. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine doing those? You gotta be really good and really skilled with memory. Yeah, Reggie's wearing like a t-shirt that's just got like a button at the top and board. I mean, Warren, this is sad. I mean, it does, it looks like, honestly, either Warren is kind of slimming down a smidge or not so much, but it's just like, those buttons on his button-up shirt are looking ready to pop off. Like, that is just, it's disrespectful to that boy. I mean, I know it's 86, I know they were making fat jokes all the time in the 80s and 90s, which is not acceptable. With no way in hell would that fly today. Warren, yeah, Warren says, during hay fever season, my nose is quicker than my hand. Well, then, why don't you have a hanky, a Kleenex, Pop Claritin Jr., or for kids, or something? Or, an, what, Allegra, isn't that another allergy thing? It probably is. I, Allegra is something, something. Allegra. Allergy, Allegra. You got your Claritin. Another product. So I'm sure one of those must have been around in 1986, weren't they? One of them? Isn't Benadryl, is that? Or is that something else? Is that Benadryl is also for allergies, I thought, right? So Warren even says, like, hey, Jamie, you're my one true friend, right? And Jamie's like, yeah, sure, whatever. What's up? And Warren's like, hey, do you think you'd go easy on me since I'm your first case and everything? Like, that's not how that goes. <laughs> I get it, it's for school and everything, but it's just like, these are make-believe cases. They're not real. Yeah, and Warren's all like, hey, friends take care of friends, right? It's like, dude. And, and here comes Reggie kind of here in the tail end of the conversation. Because Warren's like, hey, yeah, because I'm your first case this morning. It's like, as soon as Warren leaves, it's like, Reggie's like, Jamie, the fuck? You're a judge. You can't do that. And he's like, hey, you gotta be like Judge Wapner. Basically, take no shit. No, you need to be like Judge Judy, take no shit. That's what you need to be. <laughs> the 
a shame that we wouldn't know Judge Judy for at least another 10 years after 1986. To mention, Warren's pants are hiked up so dang much. I'm surprised he doesn't have a male version of a yeast infection. He's like, that's not how a real judge acts. And Jamie's like, well, I've never been a judge before. I'm like, okay, well, you've seen Wapner, you know, People's Court. I'm sure there were other versions of lawyer shows back in 86. According <clears throat> to they're not as prevalent as now. You got a lot of different ones. The Jews from men, you know, men, women, whichever have you, strikes up your fancy. So well, that's how you do your research. Then you get all your proper um, judge lawyer talk. Who's going to be like the lawyers representing um, the clients or whatever? I'm just, all right, let's let's jump to that. Because I want to see how this whole first session of court. Because clearly somebody is bribing Jamie. And if that's somebody, I'm guessing is going to be Warren. Because I'm not going to be surprised. Because that kid's probably still rolling in all that damn money from those birthdays and Christmases that he gave Jamie for dating advice. Oh yeah, Jamie makes a crappy joke. Like, I guess I'll have to learn through trial and error. <laughs> and Reggie's like, please, that it's. The stupidest thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Don't ever say that again. So is Rusty part of uh, Judge Wapner's court? I wouldn't know. But even Jamie's, uh, Reggie's saying you gotta be tough or they won't respect you as a judge. Obviously, you take no shit. All right, class, let's settle down, please. You know, by the end of the week, we should all have a better idea of how the American system of justice Bailiff, call the court to order, please. Hear ye, hear ye. The court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Jamie Lawson presiding. All rise. Pick on the judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course he's wearing a judge robe. You may sit. Vicky, call the first case, please. Running up the down staircase? 
And it's like, well, no one was down at it, going down at the time, so clearly it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then, of course, Reggie's like, Jamie, remember Judge Wapner? And it's like, yeah, well, let's see here. I think your punishment is going to be six months of dishwashing in the cafeteria. (laughs) I don't think he's got, this is just for fun. This is like, he's not actually having to, like... People aren't having to do these sentences. And even Joan's like, Jamie, what the hell? He he went up the down staircase. That doesn't exactly mean that he should be doing dishes in the cafeteria for like six months. As she says, the punishment should fit the crime. Why is there like, like eight, like there's two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's like eight. 10 students in this class. Granted, they couldn't afford to pay all the extras, so this is not a full class. Honor, usually the punishment fits the crime. You're right. Y'all gotta eat the food in the cafeteria. Yeah. I think your sentence is a little too harsh. Yeah. Anybody else think my sentence is too harsh? Oh, they all do. Why do kids have access to the school roof? It's not 2021, so kids clearly can get access into things back then. But, and even Jamie's like, man, unless you have anything to say in your defense, I mean, you got a lot of witnesses here kind of putting you at the scene of a crime. What do you got to say for yourself? Reggie's like, hey, look, um, 
if you let me off, I have two tickets to the Madonna concert, and one of them just doesn't have your name on it. And, of course, Jamie's like, yeah, all right, case dismissed. And even, I mean, he's saying that in front, he's, they're not exactly whispering. And, of course, Joan's, like, at the back of the classroom. She's like, um, that's not how this works. Vicky, play back the conversation between Reggie and Jamie. And she does, and it's like, wait a minute, you just gave a harsher punishment to a kid for going up the downstairs section of the school, because that school is apparently huge. But you're going to completely let this kid off for throwing water balloons, which could have hurt people. He's throwing them from a, a height of probably, what, the gymnasium? Because we all know in schools the gymnasium is the highest roof. So, yeah, she's like, well, guess what? We're going to have uh, a little court session tomorrow with the people versus Judge Jamie Lawson. Because even the, the kids in the in the seats are all like, boo, what kind of judgment is that? Is this honestly the bribe that Jamie is taking? Or, I mean, is that what the synopsis was about? Just Reggie's Madonna tickets? Or is there more to it than this? Because, honestly, this episode is not really, um, there's not much to it other than just the scene. I mean, we got Ted with this parking ticket situation, which I'm sure eventually will come up because we see, you know, the parking meter made. You know, played by Joe Marie from Family Matters. So, eventually, she's going to make an appearance. I'm happy that Joan is, like, sticking to Jamie. It's like, I gave you this role as... To be a judge, I thought that you could do a good job and really learn something about the legal system. But apparently he's just going to, you know, fuck around and play favorites. It's like, okay, well, guess what? Guess um, you're going to be on trial tomorrow. And the rest of the kids are going to be uh, up against you. I mean, honestly, yeah, this is just for fun. These punishments aren't real. They're not going to make Warren wash dishes in the cafeteria for the next six months. So the old dinner goes. Oh, these finished dinner. That was a great dinner, honey. Great? It was fantastic! <laughs> it's hard to believe that a woman so young, so beautiful, so intelligent. You know she's right there. You she don't have to shout at her. She's a gourmet cook. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Digging his own grave. Longer, you still have to stand trial tomorrow for taking a bribe. Lego the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Really let mom put your own flesh and blood on trial, would you? You? They don't drag me in. Yeah. You'd use your head, you wouldn't be worrying about your tail. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of you and mom. <laughs> thinking the shame you'll feel when you tell everybody your only son is breaking rocks on a chain gang. <laughs> I tell them you're learning the construction business from the ground up. <laughs> Jamie, you broke the law and you have to pay the consequences. Well, so did dad. Oh, he will later, when did too. I break the law? <laughs> Yesterday. The fire hydrant? I love putting one over on those meter mates. Hee, hee, hee. Yup. Got you there. <laughs> well, that's different. No, it's not. Why? Hypocrite. Why? Grown-ups have one set of rules and kids another? <laughs> yeah. Got a point there, kid. Yep. Well, what do you want me to do? Go out and get arrested? Sure. We could be cellmates. <laughs> <laughs> Enough, Jamie. 
Okay, they gotta stop with those kinds of deals. Vicky, I've gotta convince the court tomorrow that I didn't do what I did, or I'm in trouble. They saw you do it! They're gonna make hamburger out of me unless I have someone like Terry Mason defending me in class. Terry Mason hasn't lost the case in 
Well, what's the matter? Does it belong to your ex-wife? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is uh, it's my car. Your car? Well, as long as you're here, why don't you just move it? Well, I will as soon as you give me a ticket. <laughs> what are you, some kind of a nut? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know it looks that way, but listen, I have a very good reason. So please give me a ticket. I deserve a ticket. Probably give him a In ticket fact, for some I other thing. I demand a ticket. <laughs> okay. You want a ticket? You got it, honey. Thank you. Name. Ted Lawson. Ted. Is that an unusual name for a nut? No, it's not unusual at all. That's my two-year-old boy's name. <laughs> Today's his birthday. Oh. oh Got him a two-year-old girl with training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see a picture? Well, uh, listen, I, I really don't have time, and I've got a... Oh. See? Handsome little dude, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he sure is. <laughs> He's got a smile just like his father. No front teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Real cute. Uh, now, uh, how, how about my ticket? Oh, I can't give you no ticket. Not to massage lame's sake. Now, why don't you just move the car? Just move your dang you car. You're not going to give me a parking ticket? Uh, <coughs> have a nice day. Just look. I just... will not have a nice day unless you give me a ticket. Oh, you'll get over it, honey. <laughs> meter maid, meter maid, meter maid, meter maid. <laughs> Okay, now you're acting like a kid. Just like my little teddy when he doesn't get his face. <laughs> He's gonna... He's demanding a ticket for his car. At first, like, you need to ticket this car. It's by a fighter hydrant. And she's like, yeah, and is that your ex-wife's car? He's like, no, well, no, it's my car's. He's like, well, I'm parked here illegally. Can you just write me a ticket? And she's like, all right, fine, fine, fine. What's your name? He's like, Ted Lawson. And she looks at him. That's the name of her two-year-old son whose birthday just happens to be that day. So, now nah, I'm not going to give you a ticket. That's my, you know, son's name. So I, I can't do that. So he's like, calling her a meter maid. And when she said that term went out of fashion a long time ago. And then, uh, and now he's like, hey, meet her, meet, meet her, meet her. Like, write me a ticket. And it's like, I'm not right. And she's like, oh, my son makes that same face. She's even showing a picture of her son that she's got in her wallet. You know, back when people carry pictures of their kids in their wallet. Now everyone has a picture of their family members or cats or dogs on their phones. Like, here, let me show you. Look, that's my screensaver. <laughs> it's my wallpaper. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, dude. I get you trying to prove a damn point, but I thought she was at one point like, oh, I'll arrest you now because you're harassing the meeting. You know, she says a parking safe something, a, an officer, a whatever. I don't know. All right. So, I mean, that seems kind of useless, but I mean, I like the lady who plays Harriet on... Well, the first lady who played Harriet Winslow on Family Matters. So, all right, let's see how this whole judge trial thing is going to go. Honestly, this episode is just kind of meh. But I just say I'm doing every single episode, so sometimes there's going to be, excuse me, um, there's going to be some that aren't so great, and this is feeling like one of them. We've elected your new judge and will abide by his decision. <laughs> Go ahead, Vicky. Hear ye, hear ye, the court is now in session. The seventh grade versus Jamie Lawson, crooked judge. So who's the new judge, Reggie? 
No, Reggie's right there. Who's the new judge? Oh, Warren's the new judge. Oh, man. The hammer now. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I've got Nate's up my sleeve. Oh, really? You can all sit down now. You don't have to if you don't want to, but it'd be nice. the bench. <laughs> he is so unsure of himself. Your Honor, <laughs> isn't it true that all people have the right to have an attorney defend them? That's correct. That's correct. Good. I wish to call my attorney. And who's your attorney? Yeah, who's your attorney? I call Vicki Lawson for the <laughs> defense. <laughs> Whatever. Kid, you gotta take some Claritin or some Allegra. <laughs> Do what it said in the book. What it said in the book. <laughs> those glasses are those. Oh. Those glasses are huge on her. <laughs> I ask you, is this the face of a man who beat? What? What the hell? What case did she read? Can I ask you, is this the face of a man who's descended from monkeys? Or is he descended from Adam and Eve and he's the worm in the apple? Uh, what? The defendant is mentally incompetent and the defense rests. Mentally incompetent, well, yes. <laughs> Warren, it's your turn. Oh, right. The defendant will rise. I've heard all the facts in the case, and I find you guilty. I will now pass sentence. Sentence? Suspended. No, hold it, he didn't mean that. Hold it, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Warren, you're a judge and he's guilty. But Jamie's my friend. I can't punish him. Oh, that's not Warren. <laughs> Warren, it's a judge's duty to uphold the law regardless of his personal feelings. Yeah. Yes? Yes. This is the backbone of our legal system. It's up to you to defend truth and justice. In the American way. Well, in that case, here goes. Jamie Lawson, I sentence you to... Erase the blackboard. Dude! And right, I'll never take a bribe again, 100 times. Truth, Warren. Plus two weeks detention. Justice, Warren. And death by the guillotine! Whoa, that's, uh, that's a bit dark there, buddy. <laughs> now I guess we can suspend the last part. Thanks a lot. Well, Jimmy, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I'm sorry for what I did. Is he wearing sweatpants? Wrong. I deserve to be punished. You got off easy. You should have thrown the book at me. Oh, gosh, she's a... Oh, man! <laughs> she whacked him. Wow. <laughs> this case. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's kind of cool that Warren got to be the judge. I mean... 
But yeah, let's go back to the beginning here. So Reggie's like surprised that Warren's the judge. He's like, Jamie, he is gonna basically send you alive. And Jamie's like, don't worry about it. I gotta ace up my sleeve. His ace up the sleeve being Vicky, who read that lawyer book, which has a bunch of different cases in it. And when she puts Chung's glasses on, it's just funny because, you know, Vicky is basically an 11-year-old girl. Those glasses are adult glasses. They just look really too big for her face. And then she's, like, Jamie's sitting down and Vicky takes, like, his, like, chin in her hand and she says, is this the face of a man who would beat his wife? And it's like, and Jamie's like, Vicky, that's a wrong case. And she says, is this the face of a man who was born from monkeys or something like that? And then she's like, is this the face of something about, like, he's mentally incompetent or whatever. And Warren is just, because Warren's a sweetheart, you know? His, he doesn't, you know, Jamie's his friend. And, you know, Joan is having to basically force feed Warren all these like you gotta say this Warren okay Warren I'll say this no Warren you can't do that you gotta do this and everything like that and I love you know Warren's such a sweetie he's like but I can't do that to Jamie he's my friend it's like no well you gotta put your feelings aside that's the whole conflict of interest that's another thing that's why it's like you can't I don't know if you can have like if your brother's a lawyer and you like committed a crime, it's like you can't have your lawyer representing you or your your brother representing you because that's a conflict of interest that just wouldn't work. So yeah, just like when if you're on a jury, if you know the per any the person in the trial, you can't be on the jury because you wouldn't. That just wouldn't work. So adorable. It's like, oh, you can all sit down now. I mean, you don't have to. You don't want to. Which is like, oh, what a pumpkin. He's a sweetheart. And he looks so adorable with those glasses and with that judge's robe. I love how when Piggy's got those glasses on, it's like the, the front of the glasses are literally at the tip of her nose. And how she's got her, okay, so she's probably taking what she saw on, like, either Judge Wapner or Perry Mason or whatever. It's the whole hands behind the back and kind of, like, pacing in front of the, um, <clears throat> the suspect or defendant or whatever, whoever's on trial. Yeah, first off, she's like, is this the face of a man who beats his wife? And Jamie's like, what? Wrong case. <laughs> she says, is this the face of a man who was descended from monkeys? <laughs> Kids are like, the fuck? This is like some circus sideshow shit. What is this? Even Joan's like, what? Oh, yeah, she's like, or, and Jamie's like, okay, forget that, Vicky. Just forget it. And she's like, or is this the face of a man who was descended from Adam and Eve and he's the worm in the apple or something like that? You mean the apple and the snake? The snake in the garden? And the app, oh, who knows? What kind of cases were in that book? <laughs> and she said, Vicky says, the defendant is mentally competent. So he said, so Warren's like, okay, uh, I find the defendant guilty and your sentence is suspended. I thought at first when he said suspended as in you're suspended, not the case itself is null and void or suspended and Joan's like no no Warren that's not what you do and Joan's like no hold it he didn't mean that and Warren's like hold it I didn't mean that what didn't I mean 
Yeah, and she explains to him, like, Warren, you're a judge and he's guilty. And Warren's like, yeah, but Jamie's my friend. So like, I can't punish him. So Joan tells Warren it's the judge's decision to uphold the law despite his personal feelings. She tells Warren that he's the backbone of the legal system, you know, because he's a judge. This kid needs a confidence boost, like... He needs to pop a Claritin and an Allegra for children. For his fucking allergies. Joan tells Warren it's up to him to defend the truth and justice. Uh, yeah, Warren's sentence to erase the blackboard. And Joan's like, okay, Warren, we can do a little more than just that. And also, write, I will never take a bribe again 100 times. Plus two weeks detention. And death by the guillotine? What the f- Okay, that's a bit much. <laughs> that's a bit much. <laughs> but detention, for crying out loud, it's a class assignment. For crying out loud, he didn't cheat on a test. I get it that he was wrong. I'd say, you know what? You're going to wipe down the blackboard every day, and that's after you do your hundred lines of I will not take a bribe as a judge or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, my God. The kids all want to see death by guillotine. Oh, shit. Why the hell does Jamie feel that he shouldn't be punished in some form? Because she's like, okay, we'll take off the last part. And he's like, oh, thanks a lot. It's like, dude, you were made to play a judge. You took a bribe, which you shouldn't have done. You got to be punished one way or another. You're basically being disruptive. The class is learning, basically, that as a judge, you don't do that shit. You don't take bribes. So Joan's like, Jamie, do you have anything to say? And he faces the class and says, yeah, I'm sorry for what I did. He says, I was wrong and I deserve to be punished. So she says, you got off easy. We should have thrown the book at you. And of course, Becky says, throw the book at you. And she takes this heavy damn book that probably weighs 10 pounds. And I thought she was going to chuck it at Jamie's head. No, she chucks it at, like, his hip level. Mind you, he's already leaning into the teacher's desk. And then he pretty much collapses to the floor. Oh, she no, she throws it at just below his shoulder in the arm, and that knocks him down. All right, now that we got that over with, now we're going to go back home. And, of course, Joan is doing her decompression of the day this is how she unwinds this is how she basically decompresses she paints her nails cool <laughs> oh for heaven's sake oh my gosh is he in jail it's head in jail now did he harass the meter maid Uh, Joni, when, when you hear this, you, you're really going to laugh. What the fuck did he Remember do? Last night we were talking about me setting a better example for Jamie. Yeah. He's in jail. Well, I got the feeling so guilty about it that today uh, I went out and tried to get a parking ticket. What a dumbass. Did you get one? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I went over to the police station and I parked in the red zone out front. Well, I bet you got one then. Uh, no, I couldn't find a cop. <laughs> so I uh, went inside and demanded that they give me a ticket. And then you got one. No, the desk sergeant said that wasn't his job. <laughs> Ted, that's hysterical. Yeah, honey, it gets even funnier. Oh, what the hell did he do? He refused to give me the ticket. 
Well, I, I told him a thing or two about what he could do with his job. Oh, you did not. <laughs> this, is, this is really going to make you scream, honey. Probably. Can you come down and bail me out? Oh, jeez. You are a dumbass. Yeah, you have to wait. You, you what, honey? What? you fucking kidding me what the hell ted so yeah the parking meter lady wouldn't give him a ticket okay so then he goes and parks in the red zone in front of the police station that person won't give him a ticket the police officer won't give him a ticket and then he goes and tells the police officer what he can do with whatever or with his job basically shove it up your ass now he's arrested like you don't pull that shit you honestly so he finished his day at work and like, oh, okay, I'm going to do, you know, it's like, yeah, I get it. He's trying to prove a point, but you're proving a point of being a dumbass. Nobody fucking does this in real life. Remember that one Simpsons episode where Homer gets pulled over and he's like, hey, look, I know it's feeding. Just give me a ticket. And they're like, well, what, what if we don't want to give you a ticket? Because he's like, oh, my... T the ticket I pay pays your salary. So when I say give me a ticket, give me a ticket. And they're like, oh, what if we don't want to give you a ticket? What if we want to haul your ass in? And that's what they do. Like, here, see what else your taxes pay for is they shove them into a cell. It's like, <laughs> I love how Joan's like, well, I can't pick you up now. I can't bail you out because my nails are wet. Because she was struggling trying to pick the phone up. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, we see Ted's handcuffed to <laughs> the cop the cop just takes him like that was your one phone call you're not getting another one let's go and that's how the episode ends i gotta say this episode was not a winner it really is it just this stupid side plot with ted just trying to prove something it was meant it was stupid it was stupid it was stupid it was stupid and the thing, I mean, it was a good lesson for Jamie to learn, like, if you're going to be a judge, you don't take a bribe. And then we got to see adorable Warren being the judge. It was just so sweet. He's so kind. Jamie does not deserve to have Warren as a friend. He really doesn't. So, yeah, honestly, so far of the episodes I've watched this season two, I love Chewed Out, Money, 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 My Mother, the Teacher. Those have been good. Here comes the judge. Like I said, this is a weak sauce episode. I'm just, I thought it was just okay. So the next episode for May is going to be season two, episode five called Home Sweet Homeless. In this episode, Joan contacts a local news channel about doing a story on the homeless in an effort to raise awareness for those who are, as Joan would put it, residentially handicapped. That is a good, I like that. I like that term. After running an errand for their parents, Jamie and Vicky find a homeless man sleeping in an alley who introduces himself as Roland Cardwell. Jamie quickly finds a role model in the self-proclaimed professional vagabond and invites him to stay in their home. After witnessing his admiration, Joan and Ted frantically think of ways to change Jamie's preconception of how easy the life of a homeless man is. However, when Roland goes missing, they find their job is much easier than predicted. The family revisits the shady alley in which they had originally found 
him in, and Jamie finds that the lifestyle isn't nearly as glamorous as he had previously thought. I'm looking forward to this episode. This episode feels like it has a lot of meat to it, which is good. I mean, I'm just going based on this description. So, 100%. I am just... It, it looks like it's going to be a good one. Foster Brooks plays um, the homeless man. Uh, let's see. It's... I'm not seeing anything really that I would recognize him from. So let's see if we got any comments on the YouTube video. Here comes the judge for small wonder. Let me see here. Okay, here are some comments. Okay. <laughs> Warren and death by guillotine. Jamie, mom. LOL, that was too funny. Joan, hand it in it. Vicky, no, just finger. A funny line. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is all pretty much okay. The meter maid was is the actress who would go on to play Harriet Winslow on Family Matters, another wonderful show that I watched. <laughs> yeah, and this person also mentioned she was the elevator operator at uh, um, Perfect Strangers. Let's see. <laughs> So apparently, for someone who knows cars, Ted's car is a first-generation Toyota Camry. All right, so that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will be back next month with Home Sweet Homeless. Is it Home Sweet Homeless? Let me double check, I think. Let me, let me check here. <laughs> let me go back here. Home Sweet Homeless, yes. Okay, good, good, good. Cool. Is there any user reviews for Here Comes the Judge? I'm just kind of curious. Uh, it doesn't say that there is. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, I hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I'll be back next month with Here Com <laughs> with Home Sweet Homeless, Season 2, Episode 5. Bye-bye, everybody.